0: 80% of your outcomes come from 20% of your inputs. So in other words, 80% of the things that you produce in your life come about from only 20% of the things, the activities, the tasks that you actually do. And so it has to make you wonder, like, wait a second, if if only 20% of my inputs are producing 80% of my outputs, that's like a 1 to 4 ratio, then what am I doing with 80% of my remaining time? Am I just tricking that time away? There's got to be a way for me to maximize it. And so once you start to just look at your time, your calendar, your actual activities, the things that you're involved in or your responsibilities, through that lens, you start to catch on to a little pattern that allows you to say, if that's the rule to live by from a general best practice standpoint, then why would I waste my time doing anything that is not in line with that principle or doing something that doesn't allow me to maximize on the fullness of my time? And so to give you a quick example, you know, in in my discussion with Nix today, we were saying how there's one particular video and was that a, was that like a full blown, blown clip Nick's or was it just a short, the one with country Wayne that you were talking about?
1: Oh, that was, yeah, that was a short. That was a short.
0: Yeah, so, so I'm going to say the stats that you shared with me and let me know if I'm off on any of this. Yeah. One short, let's say less than a minute, just just on average, less than a minute. A video that's one less than a minute. That video, and out of the
1: thousand, would you say we have a thousand videos total on YouTube? No, not yet, not yet. Like 800, maybe close to 800. I can tell you. Okay, okay. Yeah, close to 800. So
0: so let's say one video out of the total of 800 videos that we've produced. This video is one minute in length. It went on to bring in or get over 500,000 views and has brought in 1,200 subscribers. Mm -hmm. The entire channel has a little over 10,000 subscribers. 12. Let's just say for easy math. 12, 12 12.4, 12.4. 12.4. So you're talking about almost 1% of, or a little bit less than, that. it's not 1%. That's uh, almost uh, a little under 10, oh, 10%. -hmm. 10% of the channel's subscribers, 10%, 10%, and I'm talking math, but stick with me for a second. 10% of all the subscribers that we have came from one video. Mm -hmm. It's like, whoa, if I have 800 videos, but one of those videos helped me get 1200 subscribers, meaning 10% of my total output. That's an indicator. And I'm just giving you context of what we were talking about. That's an indicator for us to be like, hold up a second. What were the ingredients that were involved in that video? And how can we just reverse engineer those that that production, the video itself, the content? to do more of it. And that's ultimately what I want us to have a dialogue about tonight, just as creators, how can we study our schedule, our, our activities, the things that we're involved in so that we can do the things that help us to produce the greatest outcome in our lives, in our brands, and even in our businesses. And so Nix, just from your perspective, man, as, 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 as you hear me kind of talk about this, and I didn't tell you that we were going to go about it in this full length, but just as you hear me talk about it in, in this perspective, are there some things that come to mind for you where you say, actually, as I hear you talk, this is what I found about me based on my gifts and talents and skill sets, me as in you. Mm-hmm. And and here, here are the things that help me to produce the greatest outputs. Like it, if I'm doing these five things, mm-hmm. these activities will, will generally help me to produce the greatest outcomes. So for you as a creator, what comes to mind when you start to say, yeah, it's 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 this one and this one and that one. What are those top activities for you? Can you think of
1: any? Uh I would have to say probably uh time to think, right? I think we we downplay that. Literally time to think, um not doing uh, not trying to think of new ideas during the work, or being inspired during the work, like literally just having time to think. Um. But then there is that consuming, consuming part yeah. of that helps, as well. Um, and in no particular order, and then. Uh. Time to f- freely create. So not based off of a project or deadline or anything, but like freely have an idea and create on it with no time restraint. Even though I p- always put like, you know, how quick can I do this? But yeah. that that time period that I'm about, I got a new idea. There's nothing that in that's going to interrupt this particular part. So time to think, consuming and uh freedom time to create
0: man that's so good that's so good and and each of those obviously play a role in to the to- into the totality of what you do so it, 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 when you think about the essence of your brand and the things that you want to create or produce within your brand what are the actual activities or tasks that you're involved in that directly contribute to that outcome that you want to see. Just take a moment and think about it. And heck, I'd even encourage you to drop them in the chat and just see if you can almost increase your awareness towards, man, what are my activities? Like, what are those things that I need to be doing so that I can get more of the outcomes that I want to see within my brand or within my business, right? So one of the things that I learned late last year. And, and that's been almost the, the main shift into everything that you're hearing me talk about now is most of us as humans, we make the mistake of making our goal, the goal. So we say, Hey, I want to, I want to get, uh, I told, I said this to Abby, uh, today, shout out to Abby, by the way, I said, Hey, Abby, I, I want to get to 10,000 followers. Like I've grown this amount over the last five or six months. I want to see myself get to 10,000. I think that would be a goal. Now, most people or even the old version of me would said, oh, my goal now is to get to 10,000 followers. So I'm going to wake up every day and I'm going to say affirmations about I-, I have 10,000 followers. I'm going to write my goal down three times a day and said, I want to get 10,000 followers. That's great. That's that's great. But what are the things that you're actually going to do to help you to get to 10,000 followers? Um uh, I would think research and study might be one of the actual activities that will play into helping you get to 10,000 followers because you research, you study, and then you take what you've learned and transform that into creating new content, new information. You share more content or you post more content, shareable, valuable, good content. And over time, the domino effect of those three things will help you to achieve your goal. And so that's the main thing that I want us to really get some some almost newer knowledge around. Like, oh, I've been doing that. Like, if you, I don't know about you, Nick, but for a long time, I would make my goal the goal instead of making my actions the goal. So now my goal is to post three to five times a week because I'm like, if I post three to five times a week, and I'm focused on consistently educating and studying to make sure that my information is fresh shareable, valuable to those who are consuming it. As that continues to happen time and time and time and time again, I don't know when, I don't know when it will happen, but I know that as I do that time and time and time again, I will eventually get to my goal. That comes from the Pareto principle. That comes from the eighty twenty rule. As a creator, figuring out what activities, if repeated over time, will help you to produce your goal, not to make the goal your goal. So, yeah, I'm gonna stop right there for a second. I don't know, I no,
1: know. you're good. You're good. I, I think. I think. Uh, I, I actually want you to 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 run it back in a uh, simpler way of like what the eighty twenty rule is, because I think we, we you kind of slid through it and then went through. Hey, this is what how we're applying okay. it for each other. But I I would. I would think it would need more of a, a deeper understanding as well.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I came up, I, and actually, I'll give I'll give you guys the backstory. Right, Nick and I have been talking about stories, so I I got I got to do some storytelling, I guess. Um, so, some I want to say five years ago, uh, low key, my like my business mentor from afar is Josh Hatch, and I don't know that he even knows it, but he's been a business mentor of mine for a pretty long time without even knowing it. And I think I can count the number of times that we've had business-related conversations. Most of my conversations with him are about just life and family, but the few times that we've talked about business, it's been super impactful for me. So shout out to Josh Hatch and everything that he's doing there, which is great. So we were talking about team. We were talking about the essence of how people contribute to an organization, And just to leave out some details so it doesn't almost get too sloppy, he said, I would focus on the top 20% of your team. So if it's a sales organization, don't worry about the bottom 80, focus all your attention on the top 20%. And I was like, wait, but why would you do that? Like you're going to leave eight out of 10 people on the back burner because they're not producing as much as the top 20 or the top two, if you will. And then he went on to say and this is the crazy thing because I'm realizing that a lot of us in our journey we get the information that is that we need but if you're not in the right space of mind or you're not at the the right place in your career to understand it or why it's being shared with you you'll skip right over and be like oh yeah I, yeah no I'm just I'm just keep doing it my way and then you struggle and not get the outcomes that you want and you're like but why well, it's because you're still trying to do it your way and it doesn't always work. But what he was trying to tell me was, typically the top 20% will produce more or equal to than the remaining 80%. So the top two salespeople in an organization or the top 20% of a sales organization, they will produce more or equal to than the rest of the 80%. Right. And so you as a leader, why focus your attention on 80% of the people when there's so many more people and you're one person it would make sense to just direct your energy to the top 20 and and help them to grow and get better and allow that information or that culture to seep down to everybody else again difference of opinion it is what it is but that's ultimately what he was what he was saying and so when i came to the pareto principle or the 80 20 rule yeah That's technically what what that principle is saying. It's just saying that when you evaluate your time or the different activities, meaning where your time is going to or the different things that you do or take on, normally it's 20% of the things that you do contribute to 80% of your outcomes. So meaning 20% of the roles or 20% of the responsibilities that you are involved in make up 80% of your income. If we were just to translate it to money. So when you get information like that, it has to, it has to make you sit back and wonder, like, wait a second. If only 20% of the things that I'm doing are directly connected to, say, the amount of money that I'm making, then why am I wasting my time with the other 80% doing, say, meaningless tasks or things that aren't really productive to the thing that I want to create that makes sense so yeah so ultimately that that's kind of the breakdown of the the 80-20 hookup
1: now going back to like the like workforce kind of vibe of the 80-20 here's my maybe uh devil's advocate but if if a person concentrates on the 20 uh, percent like the two top salesperson or whatever don't they kind of get to some people I've seen get too reliable on those two people and so oh yeah they actually put more work because they're concentrating on the 20 percent and the 80 percent gets to kind of be the 80 percent
0: yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I, I don't know. I thought there was another question coming to that. Like but what uh, yeah, no, well, I'm no, saying no, like, is
1: does that ha- like is that more cuz com- that's how I see it once a person identifies like a like the 20% or whatever I'm I'm realizing more and more that because they are known as the reliable ones or um the ones that you know can get the job done let me Pour into them with more work. Not necessarily pour into them, like show more love and favor. It's let me pour more work into them. So, yeah. I don't like the 20.
0: <laughs> yeah. From a workforce standpoint, I get it. And that's why I said, even to, you know, to Josh, when he said it, I was like, yo, that don't make sense. I, I, I still love to help people and I would never want to leave someone behind. And so, why would I dish away or not pay attention to 80% of my people? And so from a workforce standpoint, I know that can seem a little harsh. It's like, dang, that's foul. Or you might, to your point, might say, well, why would I overload the top 20%? Shout out to Isaiah in the chat. He said, well, give me an extra 40K. I'll make up the difference, right? Right. And, 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 And in that space, it really becomes more of a leadership thing, right? Because bad leadership, you're right, might burn out their top people instead of thinking about how do I put them in places to do less because they can produce more. And that's that's Now that's the part that I want to focus on for us where it's like, hey, what about the things that I'm involved in that the more I do them, the more progress I make? Mm-hmm. Why Why do we get distracted and go to other things that are meaningless or not as impactful, but we still give a lot of our time to them. Right. That's the the big thing that ends up holding us back. And so ultimately from like a personal development standpoint or just from a growth standpoint, if we as creators can start to identify the tasks that drive the greatest progress for them, the only thing left is to schedule more time for those things. So like imagine, think of it like this. There are 168 hours in a week. Let's say out of that 168, you're awake for, I don't know, let's just say 130 of them. Mm-hmm. Imagine if if 80% of the time you only did the three things that you talked about. You got to consume yeah. a specific type of content because it's edu- educational in nature and that's that's what generates ideas for you. Mm-hmm. You got to think Right? I, I think ulti- ultimately that that's what it comes down to, to be able to just think of the vision or the plan or the thing that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing you said that I'm not even going to pretend like I remember it because I actually forgot. But freedom for, to, I, create.
1: So freedom like to create. So like to create with no time restraints or anything like that.
0: Exactly. So imagine if 80% of your time was that versus what it is now. Like if you were to give a number to it, and it's not like a breakdown of you, but I was just saying, like, if you were to give a number to it, how much of your time, what percentage of your time you think goes to those three things right now?
1: Uh 20%.
0: <laughs> See? That's crazy. That's crazy. And it's and I'm I'm not even gonna lie. I'm still I'm still in that space. Like me too. Like you, it makes no sense why we we spread ourselves so to all these different things and responsibilities when in actuality, there are but few things that help to create the most impact for us. Mm-hmm. And so as a creator, that it takes a level of discipline to say, wow, yes, I can do so many different things. Mm-hmm. What are the top three, four, five responsibilities that drive the most impact for me? Because the minute you start locking in on those, And you're intentional about scheduling time to contribute deeper or with with a greater level of intensity to those specific things, you start to see that the tables turn for you. So everything from the assessment to the study of the greats to successful people, you start to see that at some point they say, hire people who can't do or who can do the things that you can. Right so that you can delegate to them the things that you don't know how to do. You don't sacrifice in quality, but more importantly, you can focus more on the things that you're already good at. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the name of the game. So I think for example, you know, from like a content creation standpoint, I even think about it from the uh, dedicating your time to the types of content that you know how to create or that, are most received by your audience, just because we're talking about creators. So for example, yeah. like I, I love your breakdown of, say, the introvert versus the extrovert, because there are specific types of content that are most suitable for each of those personality types. Now imagine if uh, the introvert was focused on mastering video right. before they mastered a different type of content. And the extrovert starts with trying to master written content before they just dominated their space. Trash. Trash. Straight
1: up. Trash. I'm like this, this trash. <laughs> uh, that yeah. So
0: so speak speak to that for a little bit, right? Cause I think that that's definitely like in a lot of ways, that is 80 20 right there. It's, it's a, a common mistake of, oh, but I should do that. Or I I think that's what gets me views or likes or whatever, but it's, but, but it's not within the scope of your 20%, the, the things that you can master.
1: But that goes to, to people wanting to fit in. That's, I don't think that has to go with understanding the 80, 20 or strengths or anything to that point. That's just, I don't know. I'm in a new space. And I don't know what I don't know. And so I look and I see that this is popular. So I go do this. And then it becomes a, a, a journey of like finding out exactly what works and what doesn't. And then possibly, you know, concentrating on what really comes natural and consistent for us. Whereas, you know, anybody, I'm going into a new space. Let me just fit in. First and foremost, let me not look like a a goofy person and do something that you know nine out of ten times may be wrong. Maybe I don't know, but I mm. I'd rather do what's possibly right than bet on if it's going if it's going to be right. You know, and that that's how people look at creating content, creating social media stuff um, to to stay consistent. Now. Of course, if you listen to us and things like that, you'll understand the point of understanding who you are, the strengths, you know, the the natural side of you. So you do show up on social media in a way that can be very consistent. But nine out of ten times, it is a journey like, yo, I'm going to come here. I see so many videos. I'm going to do videos. I don't even care. Introvert, extrovert, amivert, whatever. I am going to do video. Oh, I'm on this platform, and I see text. And I'm just going to text away. I'm just going to make sure I type something every single day. I don't have nothing. I don't really like texting, but I'm going to do it anyways. Oh, this does articles. Let me do articles. I have no business writing a paragraph. But let me do an article. with fine pictures and, and all that great stuff, you know, so... It, it it tends to be the journey, and, and I think a lot of people can identify with, I didn't know what to do, I just saw what it was, I'm just doing what I saw. It's not until you get the knowledge and the information and the trials and error to truly say, oh, this is not me, and this is why I'm not consistent, and this is why it's not really getting the audience that I want because I'm doing the opposite of who I am on a social media platform that only highlights, that page only highlights me. So I don't necessarily have to try to do other stuff.